0: No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Hey, everyone. Thank you for <laughs> joining in to another episode of Nerdic Episode. And I am your host, Nerdic Pride. Sorry, that intro was really just because I was drawing a blank as an introduction for this week's episode, which is just my review of Frankencastle and and Werewolf by Midnight. Both Marvel projects and one a show and one a comic book that I really enjoy so much. Since it was the spirit of Halloween, I thought I'd reread Punisher Frankencastle and and I did and it was phenomenal because uh it's written by I'm gonna start with the um, it's written by Rick Remender, Daniel Way, and Marjorie Louis. The illustrators were Tony Moore, John Romita Sr., Stefan Segovia, and James Heron. Now the reason why this book has so many authors and artists is because it's just a collective of, of issues. So it's like, which issues you might ask? Punisher number eleven through sixteen, uh, the list. Dark Reign, the list. Punisher, Punisher eleven number. Uh, blah, 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 sorry, getting tongue tied here. So it collects Dark Reign, the list. Punisher, Punisher number eleven through sixteen. Franken Castle seventeen through twenty one. Dark Wolverine number eighty nine through eighty eight through eighty nine. Now the. I will say that one of the artists in here I'm not too crazy about. I don't like his artwork because it's too blocky. It looks too blocky to me, and I feel like it's not my cup of tea. And it's John Romita Senior and Junior too. They're both both of their artworks are like really blocky, Golf squares, rectangles, stuff like that. So I'm not a big fan of that. And I know like they both, one of them did kick ass. With Mark Miller and then some other stuff like the world and inc- some issues of World War Hulk I didn't like those ones but it comes in a collective book so obviously I have it so just straight out the bat not a big fan of their artwork but the story takes place um, when Norman Osborn who is leading a Dark Avengers He's the head honcho. He's he decided to take a Iron Man's armor and decorate it as Captain America's colors because they need a symbol of hope. I guess is what Ares told him, and Norman Osborn went with it. So he made their uh, he made his suit look like that. So when he did create his own Avengers, he did Hawkeye Bullseye as Hawkeye. He did Dakin as Wolverine, Venom as Spider Man, Ares as his Thor, and somebody else as their Miss Marvel, like Moon Rock Lady? And so they rule the world at this point, like they're in charge of what's going on and what's right and what's wrong. Because Norman saved the world from the scroll invasion by shooting the uh queen in the head and obliterating them so that's happened before this the Punisher puts Norman on a hit list so he tries to take him out and Norman Osborn's just like now it's time to take care of everybody on my list to get rid of everybody so Spider-Man was one, the Punisher Captain America, all the heroes basically and so he sends Dakin, Dakin after the Punisher Um, because he thought the hood wasn't doing it, so he just did it sending one of the most dangerous people after another one of the most dangerous people out there. So, Dakin ends up fighting the Punisher, and he ends up gutting him, like slicing him up in billions of pieces, and then just kicking him off the rooftop. And then Norman wants the body retrieved so he could have you know, validation that he killed the Punisher. When he find no well, when his henchmen go down and try to find the body pieces, they see um some of the little creatures who worked for um what is his name? Mole Man. Is it Mole Man? I don't remember his name. But a possibly mole man because he lived underground. the and found Molochs. I guess that's what they're called. Molochs. And they're getting the body parts. They take them back to their shelter where it's a full monster utopia kind of thing. Underground, hidden from the world. And they rebuild Frank Castle basically into looking like the Frankenstein monster. Which is really freaking cool in my opinion because it makes sense. Frank Castle, Frankenstein monster. Killing machine after being sewn up back together again. And Morbius uh, asks him, like, hey, we need your help. There's these guys who's killing innocent monsters for no reason. Well, not no reason, but... Well, for the innocent ones, no reason. He's just slaughtering monsters just to slaughter monsters. And they got Jack Terrors... Ter- Terrence Reynolds uh, as the Wolfman. Then they got their own mummy and they're the legion of monsters and they defend monsters and the good ones at least. And it comes to a point where the villain is a a, a severed head trapped in a, well not severed head I guess an old man uh, ruined face trapped in a steampunk like robot body and then comes he comes trying to uh, kill all the monsters trying to find the bloodstone that would rejuvenate his body, make him stronger powerful, give him the ability to wipe out any and all monsters and he turned out to be a crazy German guy who's lived way, way, way past his like Basically, I want to say the 1800s. So I want to say, like, Dracula's era. But I want to say 1800s. So he lived then. His family was killed by monsters, about a wolf werewolves. And so he killed the whole town. And then people didn't believe him, so they locked him up. And then Ulysses Bloodstone, the first person who had the Bloodstone, breaks him out of prison and tells him, Hey, I like your moves. And he goes, Hey, I like your style. So they team up to try to rid the world of monsters, and they find that out. And Frank um, says, "Nah, that's cool. That's your guys' problem. I'm gonna go back and do my own thing." Turns out that they piss off Frank because they uh, kill. They find where the secret monster city's at, and one of the little Moloch kids like, took a shining to Frank Castle because he's like, go ahead, like, no, he can't understand, but, like, he finds like, a fan, he gives him a chocolate bar, and they sort of bond, I guess. Eventually, the warriors of the monster hunter, who are, like, sort of samurai, but with a little more high tech, they go in and start killing all the monsters, and when the little Moloch goes in, like, scared and panicky into Frank's room, and Frank's like, ah. Uh, Uh, what's wrong kid and then a shot goes through him and he goes okay now it's my problem so he gets up and he obliterates a whole bunch of Japanese um, monster hunters and uh, he's like destroying like everybody all of them and then he Find they find out like him, the Wolfman, the Mummy, all find out that the guy, Hellsgard, has taken the Bloodstone and Morbius so they could torture him, and then kill him, and then yada yada yada. So it's up to Frank to come up with a plan to go back and rescue Morbius because he feels like Morbius owes he owes Morbius for stitching him up. So he goes on a solo mission and goes over there to the castle where, uh, Ulysses and Helsgard used to try to open up a portal so they could throw all the monsters in there into this, like, dimensional hell. So Frank goes in there and does what he does best, uh, kicks ass, takes names, and then he ends up going toe-to-toe with uh Hellsgard. And Hellsgard has the power of the Bloodstone, so he's like already 20 times powerful than he usually is. And Frank, being built like a Frankenstein monster, he has to take these pills where he keeps his brain um, straight, instead of being like a mindless monster going around and smashing things, like the Frankenstein monster. And, you know, he takes the pills to keep his mind you know, sober. So, when Helsgard like, sees Frank trying to take a pill, he takes away and then tells him, like, oh, you'll need these pills, eh, comrade? Because he's German. I can't do a German accent. <laughs> so, he throws it into the other dimension where Frank spears him, like, they takes him with him into this hell world, and they're fighting it out. And that's when, like, the swamp, not swamp thing, the Black Lagoon creature helps frank take him out and frank uh instead of killing them they ask him what are we going to do with him because he took the bloodstone and they're like oh we'll just leave him in here and then the guy was like oh thank you for your mercy and he was like yeah mercy and then they portal out of there and they leave him in that forsaken hell land and so they go back to new york city and uh Morbius decides, like, oh, we should put the Bloodstone in Frank. It'll heal him. Like, make him all 100% normal, but... It will also warp his mind, in a way, if it gets too... Gets... If he gets too... Into it, kind of. Well, not too into it, like... If it feeds off his revenge lust. Because the Bloodstone amplifies everything. It answers to people who have strong wills I guess is what I'm trying to say like strong urge of revenge so who who better to protect it than the man who's on a 20 plus kill count revenge than Frank Castle and he says well it's better putting it in him because it would be a lot lot safer with him than anywhere else and then he goes, uh, Punisher has his own list of people he wants to take out. So in a little side quest, he goes off and tries to take out a, uh, I don't remember her name, and I just read it. She is a hand, a member of the hand, and she was excommunicated because she couldn't kill Frank Castle. So he ends up taking her out. Well, her master ends up taking her out, so Frank's like, okay, that's it, Done. Um. So, the next person on the list is none other than Dacon. Yes, Dacon Wolverine, who killed him first. So Punisher goes off and tries to kill Dacon, and he almost succeeds. To be honest, like he kicks his ass very much. And when Dacon finds out that like Punisher's like still alive after him, he's like, "Oh, Frank." I think I love you, I get to kill you all over again?" And Frank is like, boy, I'm gonna beat your ass. And then they get in and like clash several times, and then it comes to the point where he sees the red glow in his, Frank's chest, and he notices it's a bloodstone. So he's like, where did you get this from? Like so kind of you to bring it to me and I get to kill you again so he beats Frank again takes the bloodstone, puts it inside him and he becomes like super jacked up and this man is like way over the uh, what's it called the mental strength note or something like he is psychotic so it amplifies his craziness and Frank ends up like having to team up with Wolverine to take him down and they both are able to and Wolverine tells him like you can't let you kill my son Frank and Frank goes he's a bad kid he's like yeah I know he's rotten to the core but he's still my boy do you try to kill him you're gonna have to go through me and Frank's like I'll go through you and basically says either you lock him up someplace where I cannot get him or I will kill this little kid or not little kid I would to say something else but it's PG show more or less like so Frank like disappears Wolverine realizes his son disappears and he's like well that sucks so he disappears then uh, Frank and the monsters decide like for Frank to heal 100% he has to go to Monster Island and let the stone do its work to heal his body and everything, and Frank ends up spending a few weeks there. I wouldn't say three weeks, and he's like the mind. His mind is being warped by the Bloodstone, so he's thinking everybody is out to get him. Like all the people he helped, all the monsters who led him to that island, all the heroes. Everybody's out to get him. Everybody wants a Bloodstone. Everybody wants him dead, he has to get them all first. So Elsa Bloodstone, the great-great-granddaughter of Ulysses Bloodstone, teams up with the League of Mosses to try to get the stone away from Frank, because they're thinking like, you guys gave this stone to a bloodthirsty man, and you thought that was a good idea? And is like, at the time, yeah, it seemed like a good idea. She's like, no. We're going to go get that stone back. It's my birthright, yada, yada, yada. They go to the island, and the uh, creature from the Black Lagoon is trying to talk to Frank. Uh, he's telling Frank, like, you're better than this. You don't need the stone. And then he's about to get through to Frank when the Elsa f- messes it up and takes a shot at him. And they're like, "What are you doing? We almost had him. He did, he was about to give it to Willie willingly." He's like, "Well, you guys were taking too long. It's easier to put him down." So Frank ends up like beating the snot out of her after they do a merry chase, and he ends up like using the man thing, uh, his hand to like burn her face, and then that's when I was like, "Oh, Frank, Frank, calm down." Need- you, you can't do that. Like, You're all against me. You put me on this island. Blah, 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 blah. And then the mummy tells him, well, Frank, um, like, because Frank makes a point, like, she'll get the bloodstone and she'll kill all of you. Like, she'll kill your monsters. She'll kill your people. Yada yada yada." And the mummy tells him very rationally, like, Frank, your job, your mission is to punish those who are guilty of crime, who are guilty of evil not if they're going to do it in the future you punish those who are guilty in the now and then Frank realizes the mummy's right so he takes out the bloodstone and like tosses to tosses it to him like okay we're done and then he goes back to New York City and leaves a message that he's back and that's the end of Frankie Castle now the artwork is incredible. I do love some of it, not the John Romita Senior stuff, which is like in the beginning. His art, as I said before, not that good to me, not appealing, very nauseating. But all the other ones, superb. I love the artwork; it was incredible. And um, I gave this book ten out of ten. Not only because it's the Punisher, and I'm a little biased because I love the Punisher uh, character and all he's like, the stuff he's done for the most part. But the artwork, the story, the Halloween feel to it, it's A plus to me. I enjoyed it. If you're into comic books, pick it up. If you want to, like, start from the beginning, you want to pick up Punisher Dark Rain, And that's, like, the start of it. And then the Punisher, like, I want to say, Reign's End, Dead End, is mm-hmm. book two, and then there's, like, some other ones in there but if you want to get the idea of why he's going after Norman Osborne, those are the ones to start off with But I give that one two thumbs up now the movie I saw very recent and I loved so much Werewolf by Midnight starring Gael Bernard Gael Garcia Bernard and it's called as I mentioned earlier Werewolf midnight, it's really good. It's directed by Michael. I am gonna have a bad time saying his name, Michael let's see Giacchino. Giacchino. It's really good. It's a Disney Plus special presentation, and it's basically their own little horror movie that takes place in a one-shot kind of thing, and I loved it because it gave so much uh, a love letter to the classic Universal Studio monster film, because when I was watching it Gael Garcia's character enters a hunting challenge where monster hunters gathered together since Ulysses Bloodstone, wink, wink um, monster hunter leader of this organization ends up dying. So they have to have a contest to see who will be the next monster leader of their little monster hunting group. So he goes into it playing a hunter and they're like, oh yeah, which one did you kill? Because they have heads all over. He's like, oh, I haven't killed anyone, but I fought that one like a couple times. And he's like, it's pretty fun. He looks like he's having fun there, and then he sees sees the bloodstone, and it's like, in a uh, case. And then, um, the hunt begins when they're like, okay, we put the bloodstone on the monster. It'll weaken it, and yet it'll also sort of amplify its strength, in a way. That way, whoever kills it gets the stone and bees the new leader. Elsa Bloodstone, Wink Wink, also joins in the hunt and like a few other hunters who are nameless for the most part, but they have distinct looks, they're canon father for the monster. So once they're in, uh, Jack realizes that they're not just hunting the monster, they're trying to kill each other to have a better shot at being the leader of the monster clan. So he gets saved by Elsa Bloodstone and he returns a favor, he saves her. And he finds uh his he finds the monster is none other than the man thing. Uh, he's like a big swamp looking monster who whoever knows fear let there be burned by the touch of the man thing that's the quote like if he touches you and you're scared you burn up so he he finds his friend who's he's like oh hey buddy how's it going what are you doing I, I got to rescue you again because apparently the man thing is very terrible and he needs to be rescued so he finds out that um, the guy one of the hunters is hunting him and then he goes gets locked in a Mausoleum with Elsa Bloodstone and She's like, Uh I don't need your help, boy. He's like, But you're bleeding, I could help you tighten whatever. She was like, No, I don't trust you. You're trying to kill me. You want the bloodstone? He's like, I do not want the bloodstone And she's like, You don't? Like, no, I'm here to rescue the monster, basically, like my friend, his name's Ted. I just want him to rescue him and get him out of here. She was like, You don't want the bloodstone? He's like, No Like, you help me rescue him. I get to the bloodstone. She's like, alright, deal. So, they go off. Uh, He throws a bomb to explode the wall. And Ted, the man thing, like, runs away. He's free. And then the bloodstone's on the floor. Jack tries to touch it. He knocks him out. Then the, uh... Ulysses' wife... Or widow? She realizes that he's a monster. And because if a monster tries to touch it, I guess it has a negative effects on them. Which doesn't make sense because the man thing had it on it. Well, I guess he wasn't using it, was he? Beside the point. So she puts the daughter, Elsa Bloodstone and Jack in a cage and he's like, that's okay. I got... I made sure the time and everything like I lock myself away every full moon, moon wink wink and um, there's no transformation we don't gotta worry but she's like the bloodstone could turn you into your monster form without the help of the moon he's like uh quick let me rub my scent on you she's like rubbing self on her like, no matter what you make eye contact with me don't break eye contact no matter what. And she's like, uh, okay, weirdo. And so the lady comes in and uses the bloodstone to transform the wolf, him into the werewolf. And it's so cool because it gave me so much of the, uh, Wolfman vibes that I loved it. I was like, this is such a good movie. The transformation and everything, because he's also a, just like the Hulk, he can't control. Well, he, at first he can't control the Hulk's transformation so he can't control the Wolfman transformation so he's having that inner monster human showdown inside his brain all the time or at least during the full moon so he transforms and he breaks out and he kills everybody Elsa like she tries to get out Elsa helps him out and uh the uh, bloodstone sh- the lady evil lady to guess her stepmom or mom uses the bloodstone to try to like hurt, like well, the bloodstone's hurting the wolfman so he's like all freaking out like and then Elsa kills her takes the bloodstone and then the wolfman like escapes and so he um, he gets out of there and then the man thing comes back. And she's like, uh, Ted, he went that way. And, like, and he goes after. And I was like, that's hilarious. And so, uh, Elsa Bloodstone ends up with the Bloodstone. Jack and the man thing are outside talking about, like, escaping. And well, they talk about, like, who rescued Hugh. and And then it ends like that. And I love this movie so much because. The music in it was very much a universal monster movie love letter kind of thing. It's in black and white all the way up until the end where it ends up being in color once Also, Bloodstone has the stone in her hand. So the writing was superb. The director for his first film, Marvel film, did a phenomenal job. He is primarily a composer he composed the new Batman music so I give this guy like two thumbs up they should make him direct Blade cause he would do a superb job and yeah so I should have said spoiler alert so I'm sorry about if I spoiled the movie if you're gonna watch it you should watch it no matter what because it's a great love letter to the classic films And with that, I am done for today. Thank you for tuning in this week. And I'll see y'all next week when it's going to be possibly an episode of Bad Luck. I'm Nerdic Pride and I'm here to say ciao for now. Until next week. Thank you for listening.